Hello and welcome to the First and Ten podcast. Uh, I'm Dave, I'm on my own today. Um, so there's not much got on, but there is uh, one bit of news that we will be going through today, and that is Cam Newton has uh, been released from the Panthers. After, what, nine seasons there, um, probably their most famous player ever in their short history. Um, yeah, took him to a Super Bowl, won MVP, Defensive Rookie of the Year. Um, sorry, Offensive Rookie of the Year, even. Um, yeah, he's done so much for that team, but I mean, now they've lost him, Luke Keekley. They're probably two of their, well, they probably are their two biggest stars. I imagine they were their two biggest jersey sellers a year ago, maybe McCaffrey. But uh, yeah, the Panthers and Cam Newton are no more. So uh, yeah, today I'm just going to run through some of the teams that could pick him up. Um, I mean, when you look at the teams, they're a pretty similar list to the sort of teams that could pick up Jameis Winston. So, I mean, we can do both at the same time, really, because uh, most of what I say for Cam Newton, other than the talent part, probably stands for most of these teams in terms of a fit. I mean, what we do know is he cleared his physical before he was released. So he is healthy and ready to go. I mean, to me, if I'm a team signing him, I don't want to sign him without a proper physical, knowing what you're getting from Cam, because who knows? But I think his injury history is a little overrated. I think because of the type of player he is, I think people have got him down as this massively injury-prone player, but he's not really been that bad. In his first, up until last year really, he didn't really miss many games at all. He, these are some stats from uh, Warren Sharp I saw yesterday. In in his seven seasons since his rookie deal, pre-2019 this is, he started at least 14 games in all seven seasons. That's just one of six quarterbacks to do that. For less than 17 interceptions in all of those seven seasons, one of five quarterbacks. Ran for 300 yards in all seven seasons. 300 plus yards, sorry, in all seven seasons. That's the only person to do that. And had 150 pass touchdowns or more and 40 rush touchdowns or more the only quarterback to do that so I mean I think that shows that he is a special player and somebody so unique and even if he isn't quite 100% what you can get him at now is probably next to nothing for the upside he's not going to cost a team a great deal of money I don't think at this age and I mean to me he's worth the risk um although opinions on Cam probably vary more than almost any other player, but it's, yeah, it's tough, because you don't quite know what you're getting, but if we, for this, for the purpose of this, if we just assume that he has a workout and he is healthy, then I think there's a lot of interesting landing spots for him, I and mean, if you run, run through the odds for where he ends up, I mean, the Jags and Dolphins are joint favourites, I imagine the Dolphins getting him is if something weird in the draft happens they don't happen to get one of to uh, potentially borrow I guess there's sort of rumours that but one of those top three guys then maybe they would look at someone like Cam but the Jags are an interesting one they're the other favourite and I mean to me I'm not the biggest Minshew fan I don't think he's uh, out of this and I think if there is a decent backup in that team then I don't think he holds on to his job very long so even if they'd signed Cam and kept Mitch as a starter, I think that Cam would have that job within five weeks, if that. So, yeah, they're an interesting one. Um, so, yeah, I mean, when you look at the Panthers, 
they signed Robbie Anderson yesterday. That's probably the other big bit of news. He'd have been a perfect receiver for Cam, wouldn't he? Some of his uh, best stuff come with Ted Ginn, and Robbie Anderson's a better version of Ted Ginn, in my opinion. So, yeah, weird there. But, yeah, going to run through some of the uh, teams that could potentially sign Cam. Um, got a couple of sort of wild card picks, I think, because, yeah, I think there's a... Yeah, it's interesting because someone will take a chance on him. It's just uh, whether they want him as a starter, whether they have him there as the backup that's ready to come in. But who knows? But, um, say, well, might as well start the Jags. Already started speaking about them. So, yeah, the Jags. I mean, Minshew, I think people like Minshew, the person, more than they like the player because he's not that great, <laughs> to be honest. Like, he's good, he's solid, but I think he's got a career... He's a career backup to me. Um, he's just, uh, yeah. I think me and Ross spoke about him quite a lot on the podcast. I think he's gets a lot of credit for his interesting character, and that's fine. Like I do get it, but for me, I just don't think he's a an NFL quarterback. He's just not. Oh, he's, yeah, he's just not got enough for me. Um, I say he's a he, well second year now, but a, a rookie. He can't, yeah, he's he came in in a tough situation. It wasn't like the Jags were great, but yeah, he's not somebody I'd want to be sort of banking on turning into a proper franchise quarterback on the Jags. So someone like Cam Newton doesn't come along very often, and if I'm them, I think I'm taking a chance. I'm bringing him in. I'm paying him not that much money. I mean, can, can, ugh, sorry, the Jags struggle to sell tickets, don't they? We all know that. There's a reason they're coming to London twice this year. Bringing Cam Newton in instantly piques the interest of them fans there. Because right now there's not much on that team that's uh, interesting people. They've had a clear out on the defensive side. Some of their best players are gone. Clayus Campbell, AJ Bouye, Bouye sorry, has uh, gone. <sighs> Jalen Ramsey last year, obviously. A few others. Um, but... Yeah, there's not much on that team that's uh, getting you excited. Cam Newton would do that, and unfortunately, that is sort of part of it as well. That teams do need something interesting, and one of the teams coming up soon are a team that could do with some interesting stuff. But yeah, it's for me the Jags are the best fit and probably the best route for Cam to get a starting job. Um, Next up, we've got the Pats, the Patriots, my team. I mean, I love Cam Newton. I love the Patriots, but I'm not convinced that Belichick would go for Cam, although Josh McDaniels would probably be very excited about the different things he could do with Cam, sort of the exciting stuff he could draw up to get Cam working and... I think it'd be the most interesting landing spot at the Patriots because I mean I think a lot of people have got an idea of a Bill Belichick guy, but a lot of that is because of what Brady was. The backups that have come in in the past are backups to Brady. Um, I, I, I think Belichick's more flexible than that, and no team plays the strengths of their players more than the Patriots, and they can do that with Cam. They can really maximise his talent and I think they're probably the most interesting team that could sign him 
because I mean, if he if he went there, he's going there a starter, isn't he? And yeah, as say as I said at the start, assuming he's healthy, assuming he passes the physical and all that, which is a big if, really, because we don't know at all. And I think I mentioned that that is the issue with this process. This could take a long time before he can get a physical. This whole situation around the world that you know don't want to bang on about trying to keep this a coronavirus-free podcast on the whole. But, um, yeah, he all the stuff going on around the world makes it even harder for Can to get that job. And maybe the Patriots will wait for him. Um, they're not a team that rushes to make moves. At the moment, it's Brian Hoyer, Jarrett Stidham. There's not a lot else there. Um, I mean, and neither of them are people you'd want to be going into a season in as starter. Um, but be interesting to see um so you mentioned the dolphins already i don't really see this one um i think they're all in on getting a rookie but again they're a team that i mean the fans they've got lots of fans around the world but they're not the most passionate fan base really and i think they could do with a bit of excitement after a few years of not yeah well a good few years of struggling and not having much to cheer really and Cam Newton could be the sort of player. He feels very Miami, doesn't he? He feels the sort of player that could go in there and fit in very well, just in the sort of community, I guess. And yeah, that'd be an interesting fit. I just don't see it. I think they are. I, I just at this stage, I'd be stunned if they don't come out of this draft with Tua, which sort of clouds my judgment on this, maybe. But yeah, for me, it's and well for them, it's Tua or nothing, in my opinion. Or maybe if they get trumped by the charge or someone going over to her but it'll probably be Herbert in that case but yeah I just can't see the Dolphins um one team who are interested in this because they've been linked with him already and like the Jaguars they could do with some help getting some fans in there and that's probably putting it mildly for this team and that is the LA Chargers I mean, they can't sell tickets can they they are their home games are basically road games for them they're moving into the big new stadium Something's got to happen. Again, I think that's more likely to be a rookie. But I think they're unlikely to get one of them top two. And maybe they would prefer Cam to Herbert. Maybe they even bring Cam in with one of the other rookies. Who knows? Someone they can develop a bit. But the Chargers are an interesting one. Not necessarily for fit in terms of on the field and everything like that. But they need something to sell tickets. And I don't you can ever underestimate that sort of side of things because of how much money that sort of stuff brings in and how much, how interested fans are in that area because right now they're very, very much a second team in LA and uh, there might be an opportunity there though because the Rams are almost definitely on a bit of a downturn uh, when you look at all the people going out there to sort of mess their in with a the cap. There might be a chance for the Chargers to get some of the newer fans on board and, you know, Cam could definitely help with that. Um, an interesting team now um, is the Broncos. They are seven to one joint fifth favourites. Um, I'll talk about the team they're joint favourites with next. But I mean, they seem to be all in on Drew Locke. But I think we've seen over the years that Elway isn't one that is just going to stick with the quarterback. He uh, keeps drafting them, keeps drafting them. Drew Locke seems to be the one that's uh, sick. But I wasn't the biggest fan of Locke coming out of anyone who listened last year, or probably bang on this time last year. 
people know that I was not a fan of Locke at all. I think he showed enough that he sort of gets the chance to have a go and be the quarterback for the Chargers. But, um, sorry, the Broncos. But it wouldn't surprise me to bring in someone like Cam, who's ready there if things don't work out and quickly take over that job. But, yeah, they're, they're an interesting one. It's I don't think it's necessarily likely, but I think they're one to maybe keep an eye on. The team that they are joint uh, fifth favourites of is the Redskins, and obviously that's the Ron Rivera link. They've already signed Kyle Allen, which obviously brings the likelihood of this down, I think. But Ron knows Cam. He's obviously worked well with Cam. He, I mean, he didn't want to give up the draft pick for him, but that might be to do with the contract and stuff like that. It might. It's easier sometimes if they're a free agent, and if they knew that he was being released, then why give up the pick? But I don't think it happens, but they're an interesting one. Um, it's basically the Rivera link. They're not... I like Haskins a lot, but they don't seem to be sold on him in Washington. Um, the fans don't seem totally convinced by him. I don't think... They're not necessarily bashing him, but I don't think they're sold that he is the future. I think he's the sort of quarterback that could have done with sitting out a couple of years. And maybe you bring Cam in to start for a year or two, let Haskins properly sit and learn. Because um, so often it helps these quarterbacks, and throwing him in can hurt them, I think. And I mean, there's different theories on that, whether it does actually hurt them. But for me, I do think it does actually hurt them. And yeah, I think... Haskins is somebody that could do with the time to learn because he hasn't played. He didn't play much in college. He hasn't played much in the NFL, and he could do with a veteran like Cam in there to help him out. But yeah, I don't think it's the likeliest, but they are a possibility. Uh, now we get into the sort of two, I guess, wild card teams. First up, the Las Vegas Raiders, like those other teams that need a bit of excitement to get the fans in. They're moving to a brand new city. They, I mean, Derek Carr is fine, but he's not exactly somebody that sort of gets you excited, is he, to go and watch. But Cam Newton is that person. Cam Newton can be the person that will get bums on seats and all that stuff. I think John Gruden would love to work with Cam. Um, I think, I think he would really excite him. They're what, seventh favourite, but. I would have them above some of these teams above if I was uh, betting money on this. I think there is a chance he ends up as a Raider. Is it likely? <sighs> Probably not. But I think it's one to look out for. And it wouldn't surprise me if they, um, as sort of time goes on, if they become favourites or move up the board in terms of favouritism. But... We will see on them. Um, the other one that really interests me is the Steelers. They are... I've seen them mentioned a few times. They're really an outside pick, but they could do with something behind Ben Roethlisberger. The two guys last year showed they weren't really good enough. The Steelers won games in spite of them a lot of the times. Um, get Cam in there. If he's willing to come in as a backup, then... For me, the Steelers are such a good fit. He he can come in, he can... I mean, even if it's in time to get healthy. I mean, I don't know if, uh, if you're the Steelers, whether you want two quarterbacks that have struggled with injury last season, but, I mean, of the options left, 
who would you rather have as your average backup? It's hard not to say Cam over all the other options, isn't it, if you're a Steeler? But, I mean, Steeler fans might say different, but to me, he's the best option. Um, he would really fit there, I think. I think he could work well in Pittsburgh. I think he would do a lot for that offence that Roethlisberger does. I think he can do the same sort of things that Roethlisberger does. I'm not saying he's a better quarterback or whether at this age, just who really knows with both of them. But it'd be an interesting one. I can't imagine Ben being too happy about that move, which might give it no chance. But the Steelers, um, yeah, the Steelers have got to look to the future. Ben keeps suffering these injuries now. He's always had them, but he used to be able to play through them early in his career. But he just doesn't seem to be able to play through them now like he used to be able to. And... I mean, that is a problem if you're the Steelers. They need a good backup. They need a plan for the future because neither of the guys there right now are that. I don't think Rudolph is good enough. I think he showed last year. I know he's still young, but I don't think he's really got what it takes to be a franchise quarterback for a team like the Steelers, where Cam, if he's healthy, definitely does. And, yeah, that'd be an interesting move. But, I mean, I'll go back to it. I still think that best landing spot for him is the Jags I mean the Patriots would be nice but I mean they have no cap room so working that could be quite tough because God knows how they pay him and what he would actually cost that, I think that's the thing at the moment we don't really know what he's going to cost but to me whatever it is is going to be a pretty cheap deal and he definitely brings more upside than any other option the, the floor's low because I mean he might never play a game who knows but the ceiling is massive and I think sometimes you've got to take them risks. I'd rather do that than the steady option sometimes of being middling. I'd rather take the risk on a cam than just playing it safe. But who knows? It's going to be one of the interesting stories as we head through the off-season now. Once a draft uh, ends, I imagine this is going to be one of the big stories of where cam and potentially Jameis end up. But who knows? My money's on the Jags if I was uh, putting a bet on right now. But there's some uh, interesting landing spots out there. And uh, look forward to finding, find out where he actually does end up. But it could be a while, as I mentioned, with this uh, coronavirus cancelling all the physicals and all that stuff. But, yeah, Jaguars for me. But who knows? Um, so that brings us to the end of this Wednesday edition. We're going to be back tomorrow. Um, I don't know if Ross is here tomorrow or Friday. Lose track of uh, Ross at the moment. He's working hard. He, uh, he works at Morrison's work nights. So he is... Uh, not exactly enjoying life, I don't think, right now. Um, but again, thanks to Russ and all the people doing that, because I wouldn't want to be in that position. It's a tough old thing, but I mean, some of you follow him on Twitter. Um, Ross Bell, 1987, I believe. is. Uh, you should see his tweet last night from his hands, because they are battered. But um, yeah, hopefully Ross will be on tomorrow, maybe Friday. But we've got Rowan from the Saints podcast coming on as well. Um, we've got a couple of guests lined up for next week already. Um, so we had Ash from the Chargers podcast on on Tuesday, yeah, yesterday now, um, doing a fantasy podcast. That was a uh, really good fun. Um, Ash and Lee from the Ray, oh, the Chargers. I think they're doing a podcast tomorrow night. We've got one from the Cowboys coming out. That's over on uh, Channel Twelve. You can uh, find that on wherever you listen to podcasts too. That has all our different team podcasts, all of that stuff. There's some uh, great content from them guys. But they're all sort of doing stuff through the off season. But yeah, they're coming on. Uh, they're recording. So 
listen to our fantasy podcast from yesterday, subscribe to all of these, and uh, yeah, thanks for listening. You can find us on Twitter at first and ten underscore. You can find us on Facebook first and ten. Um, yeah, drop us a message if you're interested in coming on. If you're interested in starting your own podcast around the NFL, I mean, there's what better time to do it when you're sat at home with not much to do for a lot of people. So yeah, there's worse things to do than talk about your team for half an hour. You don't need any experience. I mean, if need be, you can record it on your phone if you need to. You can use it, use your iPhone headphones or whatever comes with your phone. The microphone on there is good enough. It's not obviously it's not perfect, but it's uh, more than good enough for a podcast. And yeah, we can do all the rest for you. We can edit. We can put it all together. We can sort out all the hosting, all that stuff. So if you haven't got a clue, it doesn't matter. Just uh, get in touch. But I feel like I've rambled on for too long now. So I'll leave it there and uh, yeah, we'll see you tomorrow.